Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back, my friends. It is hour number two of KMOX is at your service. Matt Pajeski is the man playing Ted Nugent here, Stranglehold. Uh, you know, Matt, you want to know how old I am? I remember listening to this on 8-track in high school. Yeah, that's how old I am. So, But I appreciate it because that brings back my youth. I'm telling you, that's awesome. I would, uh, I would go see a terrible Ted concert today if I could. That's right. Hey, welcome back to uh, KMOX's At Your Service here on this beautiful Tuesday evening in the studio today. Well, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to kind of change up a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit uh, mental health, some other stuff, too. Uh, Guy Danhoff, president of Missouri Society of Health and Physical Education for MoShape, uh, Missouri Healthy Schools. He's also assistant professor of health and sports sciences at Missouri Baptist. He's been kind enough to come in the studio and hang out with us here tonight. And, Guy, thanks for uh, coming down to the studio. Greg, thanks for having me, and certainly to uh, your producer, jamming some Ted, just to let you know how old I am. I saw him back live in high yeah. school. Well, there you go. <laughs> when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> was that still on 8-Track, dude? Did you have that back on 8-Track? Oh, uh, we did, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's right. I can remember sitting in my friend Bruce Hutton's car, which was a Mercury Capri, and uh, and listening to that. But anyway, that's... That's that's really sad that I remember that. Of all the all the all the facts that I know, that's that's really sad. But uh, hey, guy, thanks for coming down. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, you know, there's all sorts of stuff going on in schools today. Uh, mental health has 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 been a real real big topic the the last couple years. It still is today. I think a lot of folks are are really recognizing what. Uh, what mental health is, how it affects people, or I shouldn't say how it affects people, but, you know, what what conditions are going on? Hey, why are you feeling this way? I think there's a big emphasis on that. Uh, Missouri Healthy Schools, MoShape, you are the president now of MoShape, so so kind of give us a little mission statement of what's going on with there. Sure. I mean, MoShape, what we're about is that we are here to support, encourage, and provide assistance to promote programs in health, leisure, and movement-related activities for the enrichment of human life. I mean, basically, we're a society that's made up of about a thousand members, and we're comprised of a lot of physical education teachers, health education teachers, some professors. Obviously, we've got to teach our future professionals, and we're also a group of future professionals. And so, 
you know, that's one angle that we hit it. But from the Missouri Healthy Schools side, because I'm involved with their outreach program, especially a lot of the advocacy uh, things that we do, um, basically, you know, Missouri Healthy Schools is supported by the CDC, first of all. Okay. And we provide Missouri schools with knowledge, tools, and support to achieve optimal student health and long-term academic success. And basically what that means is, is that because we're funded by the CDC, uh, we have access to some funding and some grants that we use. And part of that money actually goes directly to MoShape so that we can do some professional development. So that, And, and we'll talk about this in the next segment. But you're going to hear a lot more of the scholarships that we just, just uh, put out in November with over 22 schools in Missouri that's actually looking at how to basically address, you know, social, emotional climate and behavior. Also, definitely mental health. And then, of course, the last one is looking at the comprehensive school physical activity program. And that really speaks a lot to, you know, all the things that are going on outside of the classroom as well as inside the classroom. And another thing I'll tell you is that there's a big uptick right now in school wellness, a big uptick. Well, absolutely. You think about it. Most teachers spend more time with uh, kids today than a lot of their parents do. Uh, they have they have more time to talk to them one on one. You know, parents leave a busy life. They may have other siblings that they have to attend to. You're running to games. You're running to concerts. You're you know going to uh, um, practices, picking you know. I mean, just just all sorts of stuff. And and you lead busy lives. And uh, usually, mom and dad have to split up to uh, to help everything else. So you know, it's really it it, it it it's really kind of the teacher looking out and saying, hey, maybe something's wrong here. Well, it is. I'll, I'll just say this just from the university level at Missouri Baptist University. I feel very blessed that, you know, next Monday will be our faculty meeting to start the spring semester with our provost. And I can tell you that this will be something that will be discussed is that we'll be looking for making sure, you know, any abnormal, you know, anything abnormal with our students or just things that seem off, just knowing that we just don't know what could be happening in the lives of our students. So I know that we have a heightened awareness for that. I also know that our schools in Missouri, whether you're, you know, K through 12, I know that a lot of schools are, are, are doing the same exact thing. And part of that too is just because of the developmental process. I'll be honest with you. You know, I know you had Coach B on earlier, which that was always cool. But just to let you know, one of the things that's been a challenge for Coach B and a lot of the sport teams is having an extra year of covid so right. it kind of throws you off um, just from where you are, like academically versus, you know, athletically with your years of eligibility. And so there's just been a lot of the, just a, a lot of disruption that we're just playing catch up on. But I can tell you this, there's a lot of good things now happening in Missouri as a result of Mo Shape and Missouri Healthy Schools and some of our partners and allies. So speaking of school wellness or, or you know, wellness of uh, both mentally and physically, but school wellness for the kids as well, sometimes this is the best part of their day is going to school. Um, there, there's kind of a, a lot of buzz around school lunches. Uh, and, I, and I know that uh, there's, there's schools that provide breakfast, schools that provide lunch, because let's face it, nutrition plays a big factor into students' learning today. Well, it does. I can tell you this, that one of the things that I get to do every month is I get to go visit schools and I get to, you know, do what's called an on the move mo from Missouri on location video where we're interviewing students, sometimes superintendents, principals and even lead teachers and even wellness coordinators. And what we're finding from them is and I, and I like how this was said by one of the uh, uh, 
one of the um, administrators uh, at Rittner School District, he said this, you know, when kids are hungry, they can't learn. Right. And what was pretty amazing, we just put this out on, on we just did this video. It's just like two minutes, 20 seconds on Rittner. And they have what's called a co-care uh, food pantry. And listen to this, Greg, just to tell you how important food is to that school district is that just about three years ago, four years ago, it almost shut down because of COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. it was in the height of the shutdown. Then somehow it got what it needed to lift off. And then in January of 2020, they were serving 250 families. Wow. Listen to this. 250 families. Two and a half years later, fast forward to just past September 22, they're now serving over 1,800 families. That is enormous what a school district has decided to do and the commitment they've made to their school district to their students and also to those families. That was one of the most remarkable stories that I had a chance to, you know, again, get a chance to break that news and share that story. Yeah, it's fantastic to uh, to think about that and, and really helping a lot of folks out, not necessarily students, but but their families as well. Let's face it, it's tough out there. And uh, sometimes sometimes you don't know where your next meal's coming to, as, as we talked about, especially uh you know, mom and dad might not be together. So now maybe that parent who's ever raising those may have to work two, three jobs. Uh, a lot of kids have to kind of fend for themselves. Well, they do. And the other thing that, again, I, I have visited in the last year and a half, five schools that have food pantries. And they call them, a lot of times they'll call them hygiene and food pantries. Right. Because they also have hygiene uh, um, you know, products available to them. And they'll also even have, like in the wintertime, how it's been pretty brutally cold up until today, really. Um, is that they'll have like coats and things like that, shoes. I mean, it's really remarkable what some of these school districts in our state are doing. It really is. And that's why, you know, we feel so honored and blessed for the opportunity to share their story because it's really a phenomenal act of service that they're doing and providing their local communities. Yeah, I mean, this is, it, it's it's just amazing thinking about that and how it, how it affects everybody in that district. Um, you know, and, and my hat's off to... Uh, Missouri Healthy Schools, MoShape as well, and just really getting in there and, and sharing the story, helping out is what they can. As you said, scholarships was more like a grant, right. uh, being able to help fund some of that stuff because uh, it gets expensive. Uh, I know uh, some friends of mine, they they run a couple, uh, they're really not food pantries, but they're little, uh, I guess, uh, kiosk in, you know, on the corner right. that uh, that they put food in all the time. And, you know, she says sometimes when they pull up, they're, they're standing there waiting, you know, they're, they're, because they're they're hungry. Yeah, Greg, let me share with you um, a video we literally just put out last week, okay? I had a chance to go back and visit um, Bayless School District, and what was really cool with Bayless, listen to this. This is pretty fascinating. They were so concerned about looking at doing fitness testing with their sixth graders, okay? And what they found, this is staggering, is that they measure four components of fitness, and then they basically correlated against GPA and attendance. And what they found, this is, this is pretty staggering, is that basically um, 22% of them were not in a healthy fitness zone to start with. But by the end of the school year, that dropped to 4%. Oh, that's okay, amazing. So that's, like, that's step one. Step two, what they're doing right now this year is they've now opened it up to 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And they're also bringing in a social-emotional climate and behavior piece to, to also do. And lastly, nutrition. 
They're also going to be using and factoring in correlation to nutrition with some of the healthier options they have, not just for the students, but also for the community. It's really exciting to see the things that are happening right here in our backyard in Missouri. Nutrition is playing a big part in uh, in almost anything today. You hear more and more people talk about it. Uh, you know, it, it it seems as especially, and I'll throw myself in there. Hey, as parents, you know, I, I gotta. It's got to be convenient. You know, as it, you know, I coach football, so I mean, when I come home at nine o'clock at night, I'm I'm hungry. You know, and I and I, and I want that convenient. I don't want to have to make a meal and and stuff like that. So I think. The convenient foods really aren't the most healthy foods uh, for parents and kids alike. Well, that's true. And then there's some school districts, like I'll go to the boot heel at Kennett um, uh, schools, and what they offer, get this, they give a donut to their students every you know every morning. And what's really cool, it's actually a healthy donut. It tastes like... Wait a minute. There's yeah, healthy donuts? There is. I, I saw it. I tasted it. I had it myself, and I have a video of it. Yeah. It's really, I got to tell you, when I first saw it, I was like, how's this healthy? Right. Until I talked to the superintendent and he explained it to me, I was so blown away. But that's what I mean about, you know, how you just said it's about the convenient, the convenience. Right. But then how can we make those healthy choices? That's what school districts are doing more and more in Missouri. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, guy, I got to do some business. Let me take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, We have some other guests we're going to get on as well. Stick around. More of KMOX's At Your Service. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Welcome back, my friends. KMOX is at your service. Greg Damon sitting in tonight on this uh, Tuesday night. We are uh, we're visiting with some great people here, talking a little bit about schools, mental health, physical health, nutrition. Uh, we're visiting with, uh, well, right now we're going to bring in Laura Beckman. She is the former director and now a consultant to Missouri Healthy Schools. Laura, thanks for uh, joining us on the program today, tonight, I should sure, say. Sure, glad to be here. Yeah, Laura. So, uh, one of we before we went to break, we were kind of talking about nutrition in schools, and uh, we're talking about uh, down in Bayless. We talked about in Rittner and some other stuff. Some great things that are happening with food pantries and and really helping not only students out but helping families out as well. Yeah, there is so much great things going on to help with um, food insecurity, access and equity to food and and nutrition, and so like the No Kid Hungry um, initiative. They offer free summer meals and after-school meals. They have a texting service um, where you can find a, a meal finder map in school communities within the area. Um, DESE has a seamless summer option that they offer where school districts on national lunch programs can during non-school um, days actually have, you know, kids fed. There's tons of school districts that have been very creative with backpack programs, um, food pantries and stores. They have a fresh fruit and vegetable program where kids actually during the day um, can get snacks and learn about different types of fruits and vegetables. Um, and they're not processed, it's all fresh. A lot of the schools are doing farm to school block grants and they're working with their local farmers um, and they're doing school gardens and taste testing and marketing um, to and really bringing in from the procurement side, but also the educational side, just the just having nutrition as a big piece of that school and helping with some of the challenges have been actually getting um, the foods that the, the kids have on their menu in. It's been a challenge. But the uh, beef, Missouri Beef Group has stepped up, and they're actually pushing more into the schools because of some of the challenges of, of getting some of those foods. There's just so many things happening that um, people are collaborating so much within their schools uh, that that it's it's really creating a lot of assistance for our our kids and their families. Well, I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody in the United States has to change their view on nutrition. They have to change their view on what's healthy, what's not healthy. Guy Danhoff in the studio with us. You know, before we went to break, we were talking about, hey, you know, it's it, 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 for a lot of parents. Hey, it's all about convenience. You know, we're so busy. It's all about convenience. What can we make right now? I don't want to make a meal. You know, let's get something to eat. But we have to change our views on that so that we are eating more healthy. Our disease rate will go down because of that. Our our level of awareness will go up. You know, we'll be able, as far as kids go, they'll be able to absorb more information, be able to learn more. Right, right. And absolutely that, you know, Missouri Healthy Schools, one of the priorities as a CDC is to prevent chronic disease. And so we're, that's part of the, the whole efforts is nutrition is a huge piece of that. And so giving them that access, introducing them to these types of foods uh, at an early age, 
putting policies and practices that support healthy nutrition intake and just even staff and bringing family engagement and community involvement in different health events and, and you know, um, helping them to cook nutritious, like doing cooking uh, classes with families. They're doing a lot of that. And in fact, some of our districts have their um, FCCLA, uh, their FACTS class, their cooking classes. They're preparing meals for the, the, the firefighters, you know. So it's, they really do come together as a community um, to help serve, you know, those, those in need and, and to assist with that. Yeah, Greg, to further, and to further add to that, you know, we were down in Charleston R1 School District, and what was pretty interesting there is they created a whole gigantic mural, uh, mural uh, that had all vegetables on it, and they uh, certainly have changed their, you know, their menu and their food options, things like that. Very healthy, a lot of vegetables, salads, you know, sure. protein, all that. But what was really interesting is they're also taking the time, like say you're in the sixth grade, that they're also teaching them about that in health education. And they're going through the macronutrients and they're getting a better understanding of that. Now, what's happened in that particular school district is the conversations that the kids are now having with their parents about this. And they're discussing kind of their meals throughout the week and things. And I had a chance to interview one of the moms who also happens to be a teacher. And she was sharing the story with me. So it's pretty fascinating, you know, the pull through that you're seeing from the kids, even if, say, you're in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. It's really cool. Hey, you know, as, as I was talking about diseases, I mean, obviously, you know, we have diabetes running rampant. We have heart disease running rampant. I, I think a lot of this is is because of the food that we choose. You know, I mean, uh, I, I I think about all the uh, all the crap that I've eaten over the years. You know, and I'm and I'm just kind of looking around like, man, you know, we got to we got to make better choices for in our life. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And and within the um, local, every um, local education agency has a local wellness policy. Uh, and it is designed, it was developed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And within that wellness policy, nutrition is huge. Um, and it really talks about, you know, um, the prop policies and best practices, smarter lunchroom, you know, the way we're marketing. Um, and all of these things are assessed through the school health index. And when you go through those, that assessment tool and you look at some of the policies and procedures that promote healthy eating, um, that's really where a lot of these districts utilize that information and then begin an action plan for improvement um, around, so that we can create behaviorally and help developmentally with healthy eating um, throughout a lifetime. Now, I have to say, uh, you know, you were talking about earlier that uh, there's school gardens. I mean, I, I'm a hands-on guy. So, you know, for me, it, it, when you're talking about a school garden, you're actually out there and, you know, you have to plant the seeds, you have to water the seeds, you have to care for them, you got to remove the weeds, you got to do that. Now, all of a sudden, you're invested in it and, it, and it and it starts to, for me, it starts to go and, hey, you know, maybe this is the right choice. This is what I need to do. Yes, um, SAMHSA, the, they had just done a study um, on food and mood, and school gardening, just like you said, is so much more than just food. It's, it's actually getting in there and doing the work and seeing how you can create it and then creating it into recipes, but it's also about that, that mental aspect and, and being 
able to know that you can have access to that. And University City School District has done a fabulous job with their school gardens. A lot of districts have either put on outside gardens with above ground um, and they manage it through the school community, or some of them have done the hydroponic gardens gotcha. within, and they're creating foods and they're actually helping to take some of those foods and serve them like potatoes and things on their own menus within their own district. Um, so it's, it has been much more, the studies are showing and they have chickens and they have beehives for reducing allergies for local honey products. Um, so it's just really incredible some of the things that are happening to that not just help them physically with chronic disease and healthy eating, but also understanding where it came from environmentally and, and, and that, that whole social and emotional piece that goes with it. Yeah, Greg, I'm just going to add to the uh, what, what we discovered at University City. This was fascinating. You know, it's one thing to have the uh, gardens, and we saw that at U-City, but what was even more amazing is in their sustainability class, they actually not only do they have beehives and they're trained, the students are trained on how to treat the beehives, care for the beehives, and certainly get the, and certainly get the honey. Also, they have a chicken, uh, chicken coop, and they have to, like, take care of the chickens and clean out, you know, the, sure. the whole area. The coop. <laughs> yeah, but what was really cool is then they'll take, you know, the, the eggs in that, and they'll cook fresh eggs on a Friday. You know, I think it's every every other Friday or something. But they're they're learning this whole process. And then what's even, even more amazing to me, having a business background, is they're actually taking it, some of it to local market even on some of the things, especially the honey. So, again, you talk about the experience that you're getting as a student, not just learning about the nutrition for yourself, but also the whole process of that manufacturing process and learning on, on then how to bring it to market. I think it's so fascinating Absolutely. what they're doing at U-City in their uh, sustainability class. I, I'm telling you, you know, most uh, most people I think are like me that are hands-on. I mean, I, you know, I can read about it all day long, but until I actually put my hands on it and do it, I, I'm not going to understand it. I'm not going to learn it. And I think by doing these gardens, the beehives and stuff like that, I've always been fascinated by by uh, um, beehives. My I I want to I want to have one in my backyard. And <laughs> I I keep talking to my wife about it, but I mean I think that's that's fantastic for students to be able to to learn it, to understand it, to know it, and and that really propels them for the future as well. Yeah, and if there's yeah. any listeners out there and you want to see this, all you'd have to do is go to Missouri Healthy Schools YouTube channel and click on the hashtag or the playlist on the move. And you can see all these little two minute, you know, uh, school success story videos that we've created. Obviously this one on U city was one of the most unique Greg we've ever filmed. It's just amazing what they're doing. It right sounds there. like it. Yeah. It sounds like it. Laura, did you, you had a comment? Oh, I was just saying that there are, you know, um, we also, you know, along with the, the work of the Missouri healthy schools and, and working with organizations like most shape and, and things, uh, Missouri Green Schools is also there, and they part of their um, uh, award that they get, it's a U.S. Department of Education award on environmental sustainability, reducing environment impact, and improving health and wellness. And so a lot of these, um, this, these types of initiatives transition over also with that type, all about getting them into that you know, that environmental piece where they can really learn and understand food and 
how it impacts them and, and how they can become a person that can create it and, 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 and work it and, you know, market it and do whatever, you know, it could go on and on and on. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Laura, I want to thank you so much for uh, joining us here tonight on At Your Service and, and just, just a wealth of knowledge, just great stuff uh, that's going on out there. And I want, and I want to thank you so much for uh, helping to explain it. Um, please come back and join us soon. Well, you're welcome. It was great to be on, and thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Laura Beckman with us here on KMOX is at your service. We got to do a little business. We'll be back, though. Stick around. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward, Medella. The Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back, everyone. 9.37 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Greg Damon in tonight for At Your Service. Matt Pajeski having the playlist of my life tonight. And uh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate you putting that together for me here. Anyway, we are talking, uh, boy, we've got some great guests in studio. We've got Guy Danhoff, president of Missouri Society of Health and Physical Education, uh, for our most known as MoShape. Now we also have the executive director, Dr. Tom Lowry, in for MoShape. And uh, can I, should I call you Dr. Tom? Should I, what, what, what should I call you? I've been called a lot of things, Greg, and just Tom is fine. Okay, perfect. Uh, guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute your mic because we're going to talk about you, so I don't want you – no, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, Tom, I, first of all, thanks for coming down and, and hanging out with us uh, here on At Your Service tonight. And just it, – it's such a great um, – MoShape is such a great organization to be able to help – I really should say help kids, help schools, help families that we've been learning about here <laughs> – uh, over the course of this evening. But I wanted to ask you, being the executive director, uh, I want to ask you a little bit about the money. Where, you know, we, 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 we've got some grants, uh, we've got some scholarships, which aren't sponsoring kids, but they're, they're like grants, uh, and you're able to divvy those up to not necessarily school districts, but individual schools. We do that with the individual schools and uh, with Laura Beckman, uh, who was the author of the grants. We've worked Laura and I have worked closely for 20 years. And so when we do this, we decide what the goals of the grant are going to be and how we can best meet the goals. That's to provide services. And Guy is in a wonderful position where he sees on the front line exactly what is going on with the schools and does such great video work and puts it together so we can blast it out. In so many of them have been picked up by CDC for their 
uh, viewership. And my role is to coordinate because we have expertise within our society. We have a number of people, some at the university level, some in the school district level, who are highly capable of being trainers to trainers. And so they will go out and they will work with individual schools, individual teachers uh, on specific projects. Uh, This past week, I sent out memorandums of agreement to six of our members, and they are going to be uh, employed uh, over the next five months to deliver our program and deliver our product. And the one thing that we've been talking about with our society, we always have to build up and we have to build out. Our purpose is to engage professionals and the public at every level as solidly as we possibly can. So there's a lot of planning that goes on behind the scenes, but it's worthwhile because look at who the, who we have leading the parade for us. And so we have a great amount of talent, and they're able to go out in the schools and engage not only the teachers that they know and that are our members, but the high-level administrators. And we go in and we attend the school wellness council meetings. Uh, We engage the administrators in helping them set goals because one of the purposes of the grant is to fully implement the wellness program in their district. And when I first met with an administrator in Bayless six or seven years ago, I asked her, I said, the one thing that's absolutely necessary is that your school district, all school districts in Missouri, have to report to our Department of Elementary and Secondary Education uh, on, on the goals that they want to achieve for that academic year. I said, can you add a wellness goal to your Missouri School Improvement Program? Dawn looked at me and she said, yes, we will do that. I, I bet most people don't even think about that. Well, I guess I've been around the game for a while <laughs> <laughs> and have seen so many things and see the connections. And Laura and I were able to implement these programs when she was a coordinator in the Ferguson Florissant School District. And we had a grant through the United States Department of Education at the time. And it was, we collected data that was stunning. For example, Guy talked about the Baylor School District. They followed the direction of what we did with Ferguson Florissant. We found that students who attained all four healthy fitness zones were attending school at the rate of 95.8%. Those who had no healthy zones were attending school at the rate of 91.2%. Now, when you consider that 11,500 students in the Ferguson Florissant School District there, they get state funding based on average daily attendance. And it was just amazing how they pushed and bought into the wellness initiatives that were found throughout the district in uh, wellness for employees, wellness for parents. And so uh, on the overall picture, we're trying to develop healthy, health-enhancing lifestyles. We know that many have not done that, and so they have to make changes. Virtually every one of the students that I ever had at, at UMSL, the University of Missouri, St. Louis, 
heard me talk about behavior change. Every morning I got in the car, drove down to the campus, but for some reason my car turned into a donut shop. <laughs> and it stopped. <laughs> and it would not start again until the driver went in and had a great big nasty cinnamon roll. You know, I think my car's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here, here's the solution, Greg. I went to the car dealer and I said, I have a problem with this car. I have to trade in for a car that does not turn into a donut shop. And so even in your adult years, you can make changes. I had my last soda at the opening Cardinals game on April 1st of 2000 when President Bush was throughout the pitch. I taught a graduate class at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so an adult beverage wasn't appropriate. And for some reason, the bottle of water cost more than the soda, so I got a soda. I drank half of it. That's the last soda I've had. That's that's two thousand. Yeah. Good for you. That is, yeah, that's that's so, awesome. So really, what we're trying to do: work with our physical educators, work with our health educators, work with the school district wellness coordinators, work with the legislature, work with anyone who will listen to us, including other educational associations, to get the support of the Secondary School Principals Association, the Administrators Association, so they see the great benefits that can occur when they adopt health-enhancing curricula, health-enhancing practices, where they will eliminate, you've seen this, they've eliminated the soda machines from a lot of schools. It's a conscious effort to raise healthy people that are productive, and have a future. No, you're you're exactly right. That is that's that's amazing what you said. I I want to I want to applaud you. I think that's fantastic. To uh, all school districts need to do that. Now let me ask you a question. We're, we got to we got to take a break. But I got I, I want to ask you a question. Now, do you go to uh, not only public schools but private schools as well? And 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 you know want to get people on a wellness plan or get a school district or a school on a wellness plan? Ab- absolutely. We, okay. Um, any, any educational institution, any social institution in the community that wants to take a look at what they can do, we have a program called Whole School, Whole Community, Whole Child uh, that was developed nationally, and that's what we're implementing. And we will go anywhere that they are interested in really expanding the opportunities so that because we know that when a person is fed, when they're active, they're going to be better learners. Well, I think they're just going to be better human beings all the way around. Without a doubt. And uh, the so- social benefit of it, in the United Kingdom and in Australia, if a person is hospitalized for mental or emotional issues, they have three options for treatment, drug therapy, talk therapy, or physical activity therapy. And in both cases, they found that those who chose the physical activity therapy had a readmission rate within the first year of less than 20%. Those with drug therapy and talk therapy, the readmission rate was over 50%. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Well, Dr. Tom Lowry, I want to thank you so much for joining us here, Executive Director for MoShape. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us here on KMOX is at your service. It's always a great pleasure. Uh, my buddy here, Guy, and <laughs> one side of my brain, Laura Beckman, can't be without these two. 
All right. Thank you so much. we got to take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap it up. Stick around. More KMOX is at your service. Serving St. Louis for over 96 years. KMOX. Well, I probably ought to turn my mic on. Welcome back, everybody. 9.51 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. You are listening to KMOX's At Your Service, wrapping up uh, a great two-hour program. In the studio, we have Guy Danhoff. He's the president of Missouri Society of Health and Physical Education, or MoShape, and we also have the executive director, Dr. Tom Lowry, hanging out with us here from MoShape. And, uh, Tom, I, I, I want to have you back on because I, I really want to ask this question. You know, we're talking about school districts. We're talking uh, what, you know, what you've done at Rittner and Ferguson Florissant and, and what you've done at Bayless, stuff like that. So for, for, for school districts, do they apply to have you come out and, and, and talk to them, interview them? Or do, how, how, do, how does that work? If there's a school district that's interested, how does that happen? Right now, we don't have a real solid process set in place. But this is in the planning process so that we will expand, uh, especially we're focused on schools on this side of the state. We want, and that's part of the work that we're doing this spring with the professional development. Administrators need to be aware of the progress we've made, the changes that have really affected the entire school climate, uh, every aspect of school and community involvement. And we will be consciously contacting districts, uh, probably on a planned format, like maybe add 10 districts, another 10. And then when we talk about these things at the state administrators uh, conferences, then it becomes where the administrators are talking about what they're achieving. And so we're sort of setting the, the table for them, and we have the products that we can deliver and the processes that we can deliver. And once the success stories that, that Guy and Laura have pushed out so positively, then there are more asking to be a part of it, and it's going to be an action that we take to be able to impact a greater percent of districts and the population of the state of Missouri. Fantastic. Guy? Yeah, I, all I can say to add on to that is, you know, when we go in, Greg, to a school district, we feel like we get treated like we're 60 minutes. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say that. We, I, you know, we'll bring in, uh, you know, sometimes it's just me filming and sometimes I'll bring in uh, one of my colleagues from Missouri Baptist University, Alonzo Medcalf, uh, who's an Emmy award-winning videographer um, does a fantastic job. We've been a, a team for, you know, two years now. And, you know, the other thing that we're doing is we're expanding our reach in the conversations that Tom was talking about. You know, we've we've launched a podcast a year ago that's doing very well. And we just launched another one through Missouri Healthy Schools that's also, you know, funded by the CDC. And we're getting a chance to get, you know, s seriously, principals, superintendents. Well, that's what I'm. On. That's what I mean. I I would imagine there's some administrators out there, some school districts, and private schools, things like that, that don't even know anything about this. They they don't. But I can tell you this: what's nice is because we've got that library already on the move, Mo, right there on our healthy, uh, excuse me, on the Missouri Healthy Schools YouTube channel. 
you know, it's really easy for us to send that to them so they get a sense of the kinds of things that we can do to help, you know, unpack their story on whatever angle we want to take. So I think you're just going to see that grow more and more. The other thing is we have our convention every November, and you're going to see this. Well, you're going to see a lot more um, superintendents and principals, you know, coming and not just coming, but also speaking and leading sessions and leading the charge. So it's really kind of crazy what's really happened in the last two years as a result of our advocacy and outreach efforts. I mean, this is just like kind of scratching the surface. Am I right? Yes. In some aspects, yes. Because I got to think that, uh, you know, here we are in the in the greater St. Louis district, but, you know, folks here playing the home game in the KMOX uh, at your service show, I mean, they're they're all over the country, and they probably want some information about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'll let Tom speak to that and, and our influence that we have on the national side, you know, with, with, with our groups uh, like Shape America and our SAM leadership group. Yes, I, I'm involved in monthly phone Zoom meetings with uh, the 50 executive directors. And for some reason, they've heard that Missouri is doing some nice things. And so we're able to share that. We also have time at our national leadership summits uh, to be able to share. And people constantly, Guy has been a part of that, and they're listening. So we're hoping that the floodgates are opening and because we've got a product and the processes that will work. All right. For folks on more information about that, where can they go, Guy? The easiest would be just to the website. You can go to um, www.mohealthyschools.com and then also for MoShape, www.moshape.org, and you'll get most of your information there. Also, check out our YouTube channels as we've got lots of amazing content and resources available. All right, Guy Danhoff, Dr. Tom Lowry, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, that's going to wrap up this edition of At Your Service. I hope you had a great time just as much as I did. Hey, you folks be nice to each other out there. Get your car washed. Get that underneath washed as well. We'll catch you next time. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.